When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy, returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. Hey, Jace, did I see you drive by my house in a new car? You sure did there, Goober. I waved to you in your front lawn. Nice. I didn't know you were getting a new one. Where did you go, Jason? I went to Sears Imported Autos, and I really wasn't planning on getting a new car. But I went online. I saw a car. I went in there, and Sue, I love Sue, her service was amazing, and it really was one of those examples of customer service makes a difference. And it's not a surprise to me. They've been in business for over 55 years, serving not one, not two, not three, four, Lex and Dawn, four generations of happy customers. And now I'm one of them. They were named best of the best for Mercedes for 2018 and 2019. I mean, it is really where, as they say, quality meets affordability. The selection of their certified pre-owned vehicles will help you find like a dream car at the price you want. So if you're going to get a car, Don or Lex, Sears Imported Autos, where are they again, Lex? Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at SearsImports.com. And when you walk into Sears Imported Autos, make sure you say you heard about them from Jace. I'm George W. Bush, and I approve this message. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on my Talk 1071 and live streaming all over the planet at MyTalk1071.com and on our MyTalk app. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to work on her patent for toenail clippers for seniors, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Alexis Thompson. <laughs> Oh, it's at the end of a cane. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, Bunny. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. You <Good> <laughs> sounded like you were going to say one more thing. And yeah. good morning to all of you Desperate. on this Monday. Yeah, February 15th, 2021. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the day. Welcome to your life. Welcome to a brand new week. Welcome to 77 Below Zero. Welcome to National Gumball Drop Day. Gumdrop Day. Welcome to National Hippo Day. Welcome to National I Want Butterscotch Day. Welcome to National Singles Awareness Day. Welcome oh. to President's Day. Welcome to... Susan B. Anthony Day, and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. coffee, coffee, coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. How the hell's your coffee? Your cup of coffee. 
Alexis Thompson, how the hell is your coffee? Oh, guys, I'm still working yeah. through a bag of Ethiopian coffee. Uh-huh. And I'm going to buy 12 more bags because this is championship. It's quality? Oh, yeah. It's quality. Dawn McLean, welcome yes. back. We Thank missed you. you, my darling. And uh, how was your tea this morning? Uh, my tea is exuberant, enthusiastic, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, easygoing, and yep. diligent. Perfect. Kinder Mattel? I'm drinking the 32 Below blend, and it tastes a tad bit crisp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, mine is frigid. Mine is chilly. Mine is compact. Mine is frozen. Cheers. Mm. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Mm. Cheers. Yeah, my car um, said something that I don't think it's said before. 17 below zero. Um, I was like, ooh. I, my Feels car like has 200 below. Yeah. But, you know, it is the thing. I got out of my car today because I, I park in a garage and I, and, and I got out here at work. And before I opened my door, I thought, oh, this is going to feel substantially different than like say Friday, but I have to tell you, and I maybe maybe not to other people, but to me, it all feels the same. I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I when agree. you get to a certain point, <laughs> oh yeah, just a general numbing. When you yeah, me, when you, Jason, yeah, wind chill doesn't make any difference unless the temperature is below zero. Uh-huh. And then if there's a slight breeze, that's when I feel the wind chill. Because you're right, five below. And 20 below, to me, seems the same. It's, it's the same. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I told my mom the same thing because she was texting me about it. And I'm like, honestly, once it gets gets past, like, into single digits, I can't tell the difference between 8 degrees and negative 10. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Still cold. Just yeah. cold. Yes. It's all you're feeling. I, but, but, Jason, what it does to your brain is a whole different deal because it was 30 below on uh, Saturday morning in my truck. And, uh, you know, that's fine, whatever. And then this morning, I started it up at 4.30. It was 25 below, and I was happy. It's like, well, at least it's not 30 below. But then as I'm driving to town, it hit 32 below. Oh, my goodness. And now I'm depressed. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, you know... Lex knows, I think Don knows, some of my talkers know, Kenny may not know, what I always think about um, when it's this cold outside. I think about the, the poor people in the icy waters of the Atlantic. I think of the Titanic survivors every time. Every time I have a winter, night, a winter morning like this, I think of all of those survivors mm, in the little my boats. God, mm-hmm. yes. I always do. Always, always, always. Oh, I think. Never let's I, go. Never let's I, go. No, I think, bitch, I'm cold. Can you imagine how they were? You no. know, that's that's literally oh, what yeah. runs in my mind. How did anyone live? <laughs> yeah, Oof. my subconscious literally talks like that. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I know you're cold, but how about everybody else? <laughs> yeah, but um, I know. Oh, anyway, I need to rewatch that. I haven't watched Titanic in a while. But uh, speaking of that, happy belated Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy belated Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, Dawn and Alexis and Kenny, Cheers. and. Um, and Alexis um, got me a Valentine's present this year, Don and Kenny. Um, I don't know if you guys know that, but Lex gave me a gift for Valentine's Day. What? And uh, yeah, thank you for asking. So uh, let me tell you a little story. And it goes like this. Um, 
Alexis is not my friend anymore. Uh, and this is why. Yeah, yeah, Don, this is why. Yeah, Don. Um, so yesterday, um, maybe like a lot of you, because it was cold outside, Colin, uh, my, my husband and I were kind of just pediddling, and we weren't quite, we couldn't land on a plan. Do we go out and get some food? Do we just stay in? If we stay in, then it's then it's the question of what to watch. Anyway, and we we sat basically in silence, wasting forty five minutes trying to figure out um, what to do. Dot dot dot. What to have for lunch? So at the end of the forty five minutes, uh, both both of us were on Instagram, and Colin looks at me and he goes. Did you see Alexis's? And I and I start laughing. I go, oh, my goodness. We're looking at the same picture. And we're like, hey, we're so funny. And I said, yeah. And I look at Alexis's Instagram. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And Colin said, oh, she has the idea. Because Alexis and Angel were snuggled on uh, snuggled with each other on their couch with their burrito comforter, um, eating giant burritos. So I'm like, and oh, Colin yeah. goes, oh, that's it, Jace. Let's go to Alexis's burrito place. Let's go. That This is the time. This is the day. Finally, after all these years, that's what we'll do. I'll drive. So I... Um I got ready to call Alexis to laugh that she, you know, inspired us to finally get off the couch. And as I, as I'm talking to Alexis, I hear Colin in the background going, "Oh wait, it's closed. It's closed." And I went, "What?" She did it again. She did it again. She did it again. Hashtag burrito tease. Hashtag burrito tease. Oh god. No burrito for you. So I call so, so I call Lex. I call Lex and I go, "Damn you woman." I said I said, "Here you are. You just posted this burrito photo. You inspired oh. us to go to your La Tapatio place." That yeah, you new need, location in Roseville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need Nicolas Cage and the National Treasure Team to find it. And I said, and, he, and she's, oh, I posted that last night. That's from last night. <laughs> well, why didn't you post it last night? Because, because we were eating burritos. And the, the next day I was like, oh, that's a fun, that's fun. Happy Valentine's Day. I thought they were open on Sundays. I think that's a new day of closure. I think it is. During pandemic times, because usually it's just Mondays. I know. So Colin, Oops, and no burrito for you today no, either. <laughs> no, I know. And Colin was so deflated because he got. You know how you mentally and Don, you and I talked about this. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, when, at this Those age, we don't have a lot to look forward to. No, 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 not at all. So Colin mentally was oh. like, "Oh my goodness, that yeah. sounds so good." And I go, "Oh, Colin, we have landed on something we can both agree on," and then. It's closed. Then it's closed. And I'm like, oh, oh she's a burrito man. tease again. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> For the second time, she's led us astray with her burrito teasing. So, oh. yeah, I, I called her and let her have it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whoopsies. But, and did you actually get, were those burritos from La Tapatia? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Okay, of course uh-huh. they were. Oh, yeah. yes. We got them on Saturday. <laughs> and the best is when a burrito just shows up. What do you the, mean? 
Angel was like, <laughs> I'm bringing dinner house, home. Kenny. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. And then he pulls out the bag, the tapatia bag, and <laughs> oh, when it's just right there, it's one thing of thinking about it and going to get it. That's that's a different kind of satisfaction. But it's when it's right there and ready for you just to bite into it. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't know oh, such things. That's a great Valentine right there. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't know such oh, such joy and pleasure. Oh Lord. <laughs> I was robbed of that pleasure yesterday. That's by so your... disappointing. So what did you eat it again? Is. What did you Yeah, what did you end decide up having? to Dirt. 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 Dirt from a pot from an oh. old potted plant outside. We didn't have anything else. So Lex, uh, Lex, if you were Jason's true friend on yeah. Tuesday tomorrow, uh-huh. you would just randomly show up at his door with Kenny, a she bag hasn't left her house in burritos. years. She's not leaving. She, she ain't well, going she's nowhere. not your true friend, Jason. That's just the way it is. Oh, oh, that was sent over there. Thank no, you, Lex. That, um, that would be a nice thing. You're right, Kenny. Mm-hmm. More so for Let Colin. Me think about that. Hmm. He was so crestfallen. <laughs> Colin was so bummed. Uh, 6-12. When we come back, everybody, macaroons, the disaster. <laughs> Next. Warning, here comes a cliche, ladies. Your smile is your calling card to the world. Yeah, even though people can't see our smiles on the radio. Well, they can sense we're smiling even during your dad jokes, Lex. Um, Dawn, I don't know if I would categorize that post-joke look as smiling. Rude! All jokes aside, your smile is so important, and if you don't like yours for whatever reason... It can be debilitating. It can really affect the quality of your life. And that's why we're so proud to represent Dr. Amy Hughes at Hughes Dental. Dr. Amy has her fantastic virtual smile consults. Here's how it works. You email Dr. Amy with your smile concerns. You can even upload a pic at Hughes-Dental.com. And Dr. Amy will send you back a private video message detailing an action plan. And here's one of the best things. There's no pressure to buy. She doesn't believe in that stuff. This is your year to change your smile. And yes, here's another cliche, change your life. And she's the best at cosmetic dentistry. Don't you have a fun nickname for Dr. Amy, Jace? I sure do. The Yoda of cosmetic dentistry. Trust her, we do. Very good Yoda there, Don. Contact Dr. Amy and take advantage of her virtual smile consults at Hughes dash dental.com and don't forget dr amy can be your regular dentist too she's my regular dentist again that's hughes dash dental.com say hey good looking what you got cooking how's about cooking something up with me Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Sure. Hank Williams, welcome hey. back. Jason and Alexis hey. in the morning. Don't hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Our federally mandated cooking segment or food segment, whatever you want. But we cook too. Okay, Don, on the sheet today, you wrote macaroons, disaster, and then redemption. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I made up redemption, but yeah. what happened? What happened, as Alexis would say? Well, I had a baking class with Bake with a Legend, uh, former Great British Bake Off stars. It's a Zoom class that you can take. You can find links if you want to do those uh, on my Instagram, Don at Dark, and see the pictures of my Weird-shaped, weird-colored <laughs> macarons. Um, so they're not easy to make. I think we all kind of know that. Um, it's a little, if you don't know what, it kind of looks like a little sandwich cookie that's really um, like an almond flour meringue-based little cookie. And in between, uh, there was some creme mousseline. So... You know, these are really good and they're difficult to make. So I was so excited about this class. I'm like, oh, I really want this challenge. I want want to learn how to do this. And, you know, you weigh out all your ingredients in advance. And I haven't done a class since um, I would say like last December. Yeah, beginning of December. So I was like really excited about this. So I had all my ingredients weighed out and I made a critical mistake in the beginning um, I combined two things together that I shouldn't have, and I only had that amount in the cabinet. Like, I couldn't remake it because I was out of powdered sugar, Ooh. right? Oh, so I yeah. always try to have enough ingredients where if I screw something up, like, that is real life, guys. When you see Great British Bake Off and they're like, oh, my God, this isn't working. I have to make it over. Yeah, that happens to me pretty much every other class but i didn't this time i took a risk and the minute i dumped those ingredients together i'm like oh great i misunderstood what he said and then that wasn't that bad i could have gotten past that but then there was another step where i had to take egg whites and make them into a meringue and and beat them and i combined all of my almond flour within it first so that it never would have been able to get up to the so i went down to mc during the class and i'm like (laughs) he was writing at the time and i'm like well i have to stop it was like 15 minutes in you guys of a two-hour class i'm like well i screwed up i gotta stop now i'll just have to watch the video later and just do it oh. again. And so he's like, what, what, what? And then uh, I'm like, well, I did this and that. And he goes, I'll just go to the store for you. What do you need? And so he is the MVP of baking. Aww. He went to the store, bought me new ingredients <clears throat> so that I could catch up. Now, I didn't finish oh. them in the time, but I was really sad because I'm a perfectionist. And I, when you critically screw something up where you're like, well, I just wasted this amount of money, you know, you just aren't yeah. gonna have the same experience. And so, uh, it was just one of those things that, you know, and I feel like I'm gonna cry, but I'm like, uh, oh, I just kind of sit there and then they're trying to check in with everybody and they're like, how are you doing, Don? I'm like, oh, it's okay, I'll just do it when I get the video, I screwed up. And they're like, oh. And they're like so disappointed. Oh. But anyway, uh, so I, I did is catch it up. weird? Is it weird to just sit there and watch and like yeah, ogle them? 
it, it is it is weird because everybody else is you know there. It's just sad. You feel like you're at a amusement park and you yeah. can't get on the roller coaster and everybody's having fun except yeah. you yeah. that's that's not the analogy i was going to use but let's go with that yeah <laughs> no it was uh, and the teacher's really fun and great uh dan beasley harling is his name he was um I can't remember which season he was on. He's a great teacher. But, yeah, I ended up making them, and they're kind of weird. I didn't put enough food coloring, so they don't look as pretty as I would have liked. And they're supposed to be hearts, and I'm like, screw it. I'm just making circles. (laughs) (laughs) That is too advanced. And and most of the people in the class just made circles because it is difficult to get the, uh, the right shape and everything. And for your first time, he's like, don't worry about it. Just, you know, make circles if you want to. So... Um, but they oh. taste really good. That's the great thing about them. That's all that matters. That's yes. all that matters. They um, taste I, good. Another thing I want to say about MC is that he got me gifts and a couple dozen roses. Yeah. I walked wow. by those in the morning three times <gasps> before I saw them. <laughs> oh. I seriously, oh. like, he's standing there kind of like maybe waiting for my reaction. Oh. I go in. I'm like, okay, I got to get everything ready for my class later, blah, blah, blah. I make some tea. I'm like, what are you going to eat? You know, all this stuff. Go back in the bedroom. Change my clothes. I mean, three times. Oh, oh, I was like, oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this, you know, this segment is actually it's all about weird. MC. It is. It really is. Uh, oh, because MC. first of all, if that would have happened in my home where the roommate would have screwed up, I would have said, boy, are you dumb. And then I would have gone back to whatever I was doing. <laughs> oh, he drops everything and runs to the store. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What a good guy. Would you have in the beginning of your relationship, though, Kenny? Or is it has it always been that way? <laughs> and then he bought you roses. Which... <laughs> I think I did that after our very first accidental date. Uh, And and that was probably the last time, maybe. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Poor Dawn. But, But you know what? That's the positive, though, yeah. that you can take yeah. out of it is it's it's re it's reinforcing what you already knew and that you have a great guy. Yeah, he is I a know. great guy. He really is. I got yeah. him a cameo and a bidet. Oh, oh cameo from who? Wait, wait a minute. You got Don, how dare bidet? you do that? Now we have to go. How what? dare you, woman? How dare you, lady? You drop something like that, and then we have to go to a commercial. Okay. Oh, what a tease. Let's come back with that guy. Thank you. Yes. A commode oh. and a cameo yeah. starring Don McClain when we return back uh, after this. We are wrapping up our... Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Uh, with Don McLean uh, today, talking about bidets and cameos. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Okay, you, you, you said that right before we went to the break that you gave man friend. Yeah. What do you a, want to know about the cameo or the bidet? <laughs> uh, uh, well, I think I speak for the audience both. Oh, um, okay. You got him a bidet? Yeah. I mean, it's a bidet for me, too. It's not like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a present for both of us. It's just an attachable bidet thing that you can put on your toilet. Great, right? I mean, that's when you really love someone. You give them a bidet. Yeah. Oh, 
How many times have you used it already? Oh, well, well it arrives today. That's what sucks. Oh. Is that I oh, wanted okay. the one that was the spa version that actually was warm water instead of just a cold blast. Oh, you just, yeah. <laughs> you, that's better. Way better. Yeah. Had to pay At a little car extra. Wash. <laughs> that's the one that was sold out on the website for a couple months, but I finally got one. It just didn't... Uh, I had to put a little note in his card. <laughs> <laughs> but day's coming, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to invest in this. I love that. That that's mm-hmm. the gift that keeps on giving. And then yeah. the cameo. Whose cameo? What cameo did you buy for him? I okay. So he's playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla right now, which is unbelievable. You can go to my Twitter and see uh, a trailer of Assassin's Creed <clears throat> Valhalla if you want to see. If you're not a gamer and you're like, why do people play games so much? It's very cinematic. Games aren't what they used to be. Some yeah. of the stories are better than movies I've seen. Uh, a lot of them. Yeah. So his name is Magnus. <clears throat> the guy's name is Magnus Brune. <clears throat> and he is a Danish guy who plays a big Viking, like the lead character. And oh. he is awesome. He's uh, so, so nice. Are his cameos in character or is he the man? No, he's the man. I would play it, but I don't have permission to play it on the radio. You know, yeah. I didn't ask him permission. Oh, right, but. Right. But um, no, he says this is Magnus Brune from Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and uh, he was oh, so because cool. MC. I, I watch him. I love this game. I watch him play it every day, <laughs> and he has already spent. He's probably halfway through. He's spent 110 hours so far. What? Oh wow! So you feel like you he's already? Spent a lot of time, yeah, yeah, this is an Xbox Series X game. It's really looks awesome on this new system, and um, yeah. So anyway, the guy was really fun, really nice. I let him know, uh, you know, you can put a little message in there that says, you know, I'm like my boyfriend played in 2020 38 games to completion. He's a real gamer, and he's already invested 110 hours in oh, in, in your game. You know. Oh, so wow. he, he was really nice. He spent a lot of time, you know, and he was he he looks like a big Viking. That's what's so exciting, too, is that the dude looks like looks the part. Oh, my gosh. And he's he's Danish. So, you know, it's like he's what a great gift. What a thoughtful gift. And if you guys don't know a cameo, it's a it's a app. You can buy greetings, video messages from stars of everything. Video games, reality shows, movies, sports. Porn. I don't know. I'm oh, sure God. there's some. Uh, there's RuPaul's Wait, Drag Race people yeah. on there. I knew that would get your attention, Kenny. I knew that would wake you up. Yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race is on there. Oh, everybody. These, I mean, it's people crazy. make a lot of money, girl. Oh, they yeah. make a lot of money off cameos, yeah. which oh, is a whole yeah. thing. Oh, anyway. 635. Well, speaking of RuPaul, let's do a TV taste test. We all watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Kenny, if you want to take a short nap, uh, we'll come back to you later. Um, <laughs> Uh, I have I have mad observations. Uh, I, I actually Ooh, just what you got. You know, yeah, I'll start off this time. Um, first, I do not. Uh, spoiler alert, everybody! Spoiler alert for RuPaul's yeah, Drag Race. It. Sorry, we have to we have we have to talk about it. I totally agree with who went home. And again, spoiler alert! I'll give everybody, give everybody a second. Okay. Um, sorry, La La Ree. Uh, it, it was time. I mean, you, a couple missteps. I, I wasn't sad. I wasn't sad to see her leave. My second observation, and here's my big one, is now I'm fully on the Simone train. Alexis is right. 
Write that oh, down oh, that I oh, said oh, that. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I am, I am now turned against Olivia Lux. Oh. Ah. I, can, I, I feel that way a little bit, too. Explain. I, I think, and my talkers, she is someone that I think comes across. She's kind of the um, Valentina. She's the where <laughs> yeah. she she, everybody yep. everybody thinks that she's very sweet and she's very nice, but there is a ribbon. There is a ribbon of diva and two facedness that I think is coming out and was identified by Tina Burner, who I don't love, but I think Tina was very, I think Tina was watching her maneuver. And I get this as a game, but um, Olivia, I have a bad taste in my mouth now for Olivia Lux. Um, yep. She she now joins um, Candy Muse. Um and um got Mick, which I know people love got Mick, but I want got Mick to go home. I want Candy to go home, and now I want Olivia Lux to go home. Um and Tina Burner, but anyway, yeah, Lux. <laughs> yeah, just crown Simone already. Mm-hmm. Honestly, she is the bright shining star of this season. I love her so much. When she came out, she's she was so perfect for improv. She made everyone feel at ease. Even Ross said that. She came up, so her scene, so basically it was Bossy Rossi, he has this talk show and has like kind of trashy guests on and, you know, basically just these really funny scenarios and they just had a shell of who they were supposed to be and then they're improving and their whole skit was hilarious because they were... It was um, Simone. I can't remember who was in her scene with her. Do you guys remember? Uh, oh, Candy. Candy. It was Candy. Yeah, so it yeah. was basically like a, a take on like, the simple life. What happened yeah, after? Right. They were, uh, well, 80 stars that, you know, where are they now, basically? <laughs> and she played Debbie or Deb. And she's like, I'm now Deborah. <laughs> Just to come up with that. It's just so easy for her. Not only is she beautiful and fun, but I just... And then she came out with this beaded outfit at the end. Beads were the category for that for the last runway. Oh my gosh, that was just their pony beads that she wove together and made this absolutely beautiful like breastplate, African looking gorgeous. Oh, I don't. She speak, is amazing. I don't speak craft. So what's a pony bead for all of us? <laughs> oh. that- uh, it's a bigger plastic bead with a bigger hole in it. Uh, when you okay. see girls with ha- beads in their hair, yeah. it's usually a pony bead. Got it. Okay. So Got to it. take yeah. those and to make something amazing like that. <gasps> oh! Well, and on that too, with the challenge, since you brought up the challenge with Ross yeah. Matthews hosting a fake talk show, um, the person that stumbled that I didn't think was going to stumble was our girl Utica. She had a real rough oh, time. I have, have I have to time. acknowledge it, this was not oh. hers. Yeah, Dawn, what did you think? Oh yeah, I'm I'm feeling a little nervous about Utica being in the bottom yeah. so many yep. times. I do think I hope that she has taken the note and really has heard that that super over um overly goofy thing that she does isn't really working for her and that she needs to try to evolve i feel like she does that to protect herself because she doesn't feel mm, it's like a crutch you know like i got a great gift from an acting teacher once that said why do you keep doing that thing with your face (laughs) 
You just don't yeah. know. You're not yeah. doing it. You yeah. just like keep using the same little funny little, you know, prat fall or whatever you're doing. And it's a great lesson to hear. It's distracting and you keep doing it over and over. So stop it. You know what I mean? I hope yeah. that somebody has, we maybe haven't seen her get those. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've heard it a little bit, but she really does need to break away from that. And, I, you know, Olivia, yeah, I'm feeling, I don't know, like not so enthusiastic about her anymore and no. I am, i'm sorry i'm so tired of those girls that are safe and they're like i can't believe i didn't win okay don't. Uh, i am tired of that did that happen this time yeah i didn't watch on top oh denali was like uh, this big oh, yeah. chandelier and she was like so mad that she didn't win that's and, been done so many times before. Oh my gosh! Right, and so and Rose, I, you know, I used to, I did not like her at all. In the beginning, I've kind of warmed up to her. Me I was too. really surprised and happy that finally, like Tina Burner, got to know Elliot with two T's. Whatever you think about yes, her, yep, I'm with but, you, Don. But yep. I really do feel for Elliot with two T's because no matter what she says. Nobody likes people her. People don't like her, and they really <laughs> no. do bully her, and yes. that's very hurtful. And especially when this is your big moment on the show, and the whole thing is you having a weird, awkward experience all the time. I mean, I don't know. Just try to reach out to her, and I'm so glad Tina Burner turned a corner with that. I'm oh, so glad that yeah. you you said that, Don, because I am simultaneously, and maybe I'll talk about this tomorrow. I have some clips that I've pulled, but we're we're really full today. We don't need it. I'm simultaneously watching. Um, RuPaul's Drag Race UK season mm. two. Oh, and the queens there are starting to say that crap of mm. that they don't even they're not even happy being saved. And this is a rather new phenomenon, I think, uh, or at least it's new that they start showing. It's like just be happy, as as Simone said. I got to give Simone credit. Even when I wasn't fully on the Simone, Mm -hmm. Simone was the first one in the cast that put them all in their place and said, I am happy. We're here. (laughs) We are here. I am happy if I'm safe. I don't need to win the individual competitions. I'm, I, hey, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm, I don't have to lip sync for my life anyway. Um, yeah, I have strong observations. I can't wait for Elliot with two T's to have a redemption. Already there was a mini challenge that she won, but I, I can just kind of feel. Like she's gonna, there's gonna be a dance competition or something, a challenge that she's gonna really shine. Yeah, yeah. Well, they already know she's a great dancer. So, oh right. We have more TV TV. Wow, it's hard to say. I didn't realize TV taste tests throughout the show, uh, including WandaVision. And I watched the true crime documentary on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles. Dawn thought about you a lot. I was Mm. wondering if that was any good, Jace. Um, I have strong thoughts. Mm. Uh, So we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later in the show. But next, a lot of drama, but also some good news. Dawn has dish on good news for uh, Harry and Megan. And then we'll, uh, we'll get into the Justin Timber. You know, we were off the air when the Timberlake apology happened. We'll talk about all of that when we come back. 
on a summer evening. Let's start with good news. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. And then we'll get into our thoughts on Timberlake's apology and subsequent Janet Jackson news. Um, Dawn, Harry, and Megan, good news for a Monday morning. Yes, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, they're expecting their second child together. They announced that yesterday on Valentine's Day. Aww. Yes. Um, so Archie, believe it or not, their, their son, he's going to turn two on May 6th. That's just unbelievable That's hard. to me. Wow. <laughs> feels like he was just born, doesn't it? Well, exactly. It feels like they just got married. I can remember doing that live event with Lori and Julia for my talk oh, wow. in the right. Twin Cities live studio. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like that long that ago. We did that. Yeah, that was a disaster. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, back to you, Don. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> disaster. So, Horrible. um. Uh, Megan actually revealed that she suffered a miscarriage last July, and she said losing a child means carrying an almost unbearable grief experienced by many but talked about by few. And she wrote that in an honest uh, New York Times essay on November 25th, in case you missed that. Um, So, uh, you know, they they just this is this is a great uh, step forward in them, you know, wanting to be. Just normal people. They'll never be normal people. But now that they have broken away and made that huge move, it's very brave. At first, I was like, "Oh, come on, get over yourselves." You, nobody, nobody has that privilege that you have, (laughs) except for you and your family and the whole world. And you're just going to give it up. But then, when you see how they don't really have very much freedom in their life, you know, however the crown is fictionalized, um, you still. I do believe the core of it is true, is that everything is very controlled um, and they don't have the ability to just, um, as human beings, be themselves and achieve their own dreams. It's all about duty to this position that they were born into. And he's like, I'm, you know, 10th in line for the crown. Who cares? Seriously. (laughs) Paula Dean will be king or queen before harry exactly yeah <laughs> <Booter> and oil. <laughs> right 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 so anyway okay um justin timberlake's apology uh, I, I knew I, it was coming guys i knew I'm it too surprised it i'm surprised he did really you he are couldn't help himself yeah yeah but i don't know what's the butt though don what what do you think I think that if he didn't have all this pressure of his image being tarnished, he wouldn't apologize. Oh, absolutely. So it's kind of like it, you read it and you're like, wow, that's thought out. And I think he pretty much had somebody else write it for him. I'm just assuming it's like, hey, can you take care of this? You know, it's just like it's 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 just so controlled, like a public statement. It's just so perfect in so many ways, like a presidential speech. So, you know, you're like, all right, do you really care? I don't believe he does. I believe he's saving face. I wouldn't say it's that calculated. I do think that he feels that he needs to do some, like, damage control for his image, for sure. Because he does have that, yeah, squeaky clean (laughs) image. I mean, it's been broken down now, how many years now? With different things with the pictures and the you know hand on the knee of the other woman and apologizing to his wife and so i can see i think he is having moments as many people are of going back and going wow that wasn't 
really write. So I don't know. He probably had someone help him write it for sure. But I think a lot of people are having second thoughts about their behavior in the past, which is what we can all hope for. I, That's yeah. how I feel. It's like in between maybe of completely genuine. and mm, Yeah. I, I am. Um, I am. I, I don't know where I'm landing. With, with now, I'm a way more clear about JT because I I'm a little more on the side, not a little more. I'm a lot more on the side of boy. Um, I sure wish he would have moved heaven and earth before a scandal made him do it to apologize to these women and do the work, you know, because in all of these statements. You hear the statement of uh, "I'm going to do the work to make." Well, what is that exactly? You know, I'm I'm yeah. I want to be better. What is that exactly? I w- wish he would have spent 2004. You know what I mean? Or what? I wish he would. I, I wish it wouldn't have taken him a scandal for him to have apologized correctly. But then there's another side of me that wonders. And it's a much bigger conversation, and it's a conversation like uh, I know people are having with Letterman, who I love and admire as a broadcaster. What do we want from these guys? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, what do we do? We just I mean, are should should they just be put in the and I know a lot of you will be nodding your head and say, yes, my bigger question is and please don't mistake my questioning this for defending Justin. I am not. I, as I said moments ago, he should have apologized when it wasn't convenient for him to apologize or what, when it wasn't going to be major news, that would have been more genuine, but what are we, what are we, there is a shift, but what are we, what are we, what are we going to, what should we do with these guys? Should they just be automatically put into the dustbin of, of pop culture? Should they not even try to apologize? My, my question I'm is I'm glad like, that he said something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People are and going it's one oh. step toward yeah, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, you may not you may not still like him after yeah. the apology, but the whole thing of like, why, oh, you know, we're we're done with him, and and questioning the apology itself. My big question to the Timberlakes and 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 ends. What do we really want from these people? And number two, I, I think there is a lack, and I'm I'm going to say this, I think there is a lack of nuance with some of these proclamations about these performers that are now having to deal with their past performances or lines they may have said, especially comedians. I, I think there's a, a, a there's a level of nuance that is missing. We're painting everybody with a broad brush, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's fair. I think there are there are there are nuanced conversations with some of these people. I'm not saying that's well, just everyone, everyone was complicit in what happened then too. I mean, I I think that that's part of it. He was allowed to take over the narrative and say, yes. you know, it was a, whale, a wardrobe malfunction or she cheated on me and here's my song, Cry Me a River, Brittany. And that was allowed. So it's not all on him. Yeah, I want to know the other people that kind of forced him into, not forced him, but were complicit, like you said. Yeah, yeah.
Anyway, it's just a bigger conversation, and, and especially, I think it's really nuanced when it comes to day for the reasons I pointed out on Friday. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Day.